Here we go. Hold on one minute. Let me let me get my little, you know, my little. You know, you gotta pour it properly. Intelligent eight bit bars can't deny this. Like, on the side, you're sitting here. 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 You're Shout out, shout out all the healthcare workers. <laughs> she said. <laughs> shout out all the healthcare workers. Shout out all the Thank you. And I appreciate it. Because <laughs> you know Detroit makes me piss in the cup, so uh, I can't do that. <laughs> and that's okay. That's all right. We can't all. The money, though. That's all right, though. We'll figure it out. I get that money. <laughs> no games, them hoes short change. When I pull up, my walk put them all to shame. When it comes to us, it ain't just lust, but you a bust down. And I'm supposed to trust. I was raised on survival, not love. But now all the thugs have to show the queen love. What? I was never a bitch to give a fuck about a nigga. Ain't never stuck no nigga. All right, we gonna get real candid. I know you my brother and all, but you know, we gonna get real candid. All right, let's get candid. I have some questions. We're gonna do, we're gonna talk. <laughs> oh, you are a mess. So, thank you everyone for tuning. flavor, baby. What, what's the flavor? It's a, no, this is a mojito. It's non-tobacco. It's just herbs and air. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's get this started. Get Thank you everyone for tuning in. This is episode five of Lips Unlocked. I am the independent international recording artist, of course, Jill of all trades, always loyal and been royal, FMC, Queen Dej. Today's episode is called Voodoo Child and it's featuring my brother, my big brother, my brother, my big brother. Ew, what's the tea? What's the deal? So Healthcare dumb, worker. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, let's say start off by saying thank you for being a healthcare worker because you don't have to, but you choose to. Everything is a choice, and your choice is helping better even pre uh, pre pandemic. It's appreciated. Yeah, and that's just that. Even when I was a PSW over there wiping these old people booties, but you know, <laughs> gotta hold it down. <laughs> I hear had that. to hold it down. Okay, so <laughs> so. Let's get into let's get into where Voodoo Child. Hmm, let's see where it initially came from. I heard the beat. Shout out producer all around the beats. Um, I heard the beat, and I originally had someone else on it, but they weren't necessarily too sure about what they wanted to do uh, marketing wise, uh -huh. like how they wanted to market. So, and I knew because it's my song how I wanted to do it, and I I thought about it, and I realized that you'd be a better fit because it was nice to, to do a song with you for real though i mean you've been doing music for a long time you ain't never reached out to me and said hey let me put you on something we did it together that, that's okay well you know that's i featured you you know i did feature you so whatever you want to do an that's and whatever you want to do an and song we'll get there if if you want to get on one of my acoustic tracks i can have you 
Anytime. Excuse me, is it me get on it or are you asking? Come on, get it together now. Come on. That's the same motherfucking thing. Okay, now how to, how, what's all this? See? You got to figure it out because you can't tell me if I want to. No, that's not Queen Days. You can be my big brother all you want no, to. No, for real. I haven't been, uh, <laughs> I've been just casually writing like a little bit here and there through the pandemic. I ain't been writing a song for, I maybe wrote like two songs this year, but like, just spending a lot of time by myself, trying to get my vibes right, a lot of meditation, yoga and shit, trying to just uh, work. Uh, music became work for a little while. They're like doing open mics and dealing with so many artists and shit like that, band life. And That's what it's you kind of good to just, just kind of step away and, and kind of casually write a song when you're inspired by it rather than... It's true. Like, you know what I mean? You're doing your thing out there. You know what I mean? You hustling with that music and shit like that. But uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's a little different times right now with all this shit going on, you know? It is, it is. And I feel like if you have a gift or an art, whether you paint, shout out Elise, whether you paint, whether you write music, whether you write, sing, you just use it, use your outlet. That's that. Um, I always put myself into, I always write by putting myself into different head spaces, right? And not everyone can do that, but I write. Right. You know, I sometimes have to put myself back into a headspace that wasn't necessarily comfortable. Like of yourself? But, right, of or myself. Or like characters or like what, what, what? No, myself. Write? But in myself, there's a lot of characters, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's all of us. I mean, I feel like right? that's all I mean, yes. That's We're all, all multifaceted right. individuals, right? Definitely. And that's it. So let's get into let's get into voodoo child. Let's listen to some voodoo child, child. Child. Let's get into some voodoo child. child. Uh, I'm a voodoo child. Stop smoking on this street. Stop smoking on this street. Never. Run these streets. Give my number to them. Stop with me. Used to let them be. Now they are beneath me, sitting under my feet. God, I'm listen to this song. Give a fuck, nigga. Leave me alone. Your hair, though. Your hair is cute, though. You trying to have that? <laughs> Who you reminded me of? Uh, <laughs> Mary J. Blige. What'd you say? 19. Mary J. Blige, circa 97. Who? <laughs> Who? You with that hair, like, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about this voodoo child. <laughs> child. Voodoo child. Is, voodoo child. What's the meaning of it? What? Why you? Why you say voodoo child? Last I heard, Jimi Hendrix had a song named Voodoo Child. So what? It, what it was your like? Why'd you name it Voodoo Child? I named from? it Voodoo Child. Two reasons. It was one of the my. It was something Martin said in one of my favorite lines on the show. <laughs> was it Martin? It was Martin. I don't know. <laughs> it was Martin. Um. No, but Voodoo Child, Voodoo Child was just, that's how I felt. Like, I mean, I was created, <laughs> I was created all, you know, malleable and I had to, you know, just, I have my own power and I didn't realize that kind of thing. <laughs> and as a black woman, as a black person, as a black entity, I feel like, although I don't practice as, <laughs> although I don't practice voodoo, those were- Please don't because that, that was black can't roots. Come from here. But those were our root, like a, a, a black witchcraft, a voodoo, 
Like, that's, you it's know like what I'm saying? All this power, I am black witchcraft. Kind of. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I'm a voodoo child. Like, I, shit, to explain it. Um, it is dope, though. That's why I wanted to get on it, because, like, that's why I was talking to you earlier. I was like, okay, we're going to do this little podcast, but, like, I can't be talking to you all. And, like, I mean, you be talking a lot about, like, just, yeah, pop that, pop that, da, da, da. I'm like, you're my little baby sis, so I can't be up here <laughs> talking all that mess with you. So I was like, this is an appropriate topic. It's something that we uh, we did together. You know what I mean? So and when it came to your... When it came to your chorus, I'm not, I know that you write for yourself, but of course I wrote the chorus because it's my life. It was about me. So how did you feel about what you were delivering? And I appreciate you delivering it with security, darling. So. I don't know. I felt like, you know, it was, it was cool because like, um, just speaking on, like I was kind of not speaking as myself. I was using my voice to speak your words, right? Because I never really gave my number to some cute niggas. I would, I mean, they might not have, I might have done that a time or two in my life, but that ain't what we're talking about. They were never cute. (laughs) They were never cute. Used to run these streets. They were aight. They were never cute. First of all, you don't know (laughs) all my things. You met, who did you meet? That one, the one white boy, uh, fucking, um, (laughs) that one that came there. (laughs) With the bald head. Lord, I had to bring him around family that one time and I got stigma on me. But... (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I was just I was singing your words on um, using my voice to speak your words. I was like, I think we frozen. You had your head down for a hot minute. No, but yeah, that's all I'm saying. Is, um, that's how I felt about what I sang. Cause I sang on the on the chorus there. I'm a voodoo child, up ever smoke on this Christian loud. I mean, nowadays I can't be smoking that Christian. I, I know paper, you but, don't you know, smoke because you are busy taking care of the betterment of the good, the 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 free world people. Yay, he's helping. Yay! It's a lot of hard work. You know, I just went today. I got my social security number, so I should be over there starting to Detroit. They they ain't doing too well in Detroit, but I'm still ready to go over there. I wanted to go to Cali though because I do want to get on. Listen, listen. What I'm gonna say is that conversation is for a whole nother podcast. So when it came to my first verse, when it so I got a I got a question for you. What is it? I got a list of questions for you because we got. You wanted me to dissect some shit. You know, I'm a lyricist. That's too. what it's about. It's about li- unlocking so, your lips. This is lips unlocked. Unlock your lips. Raw. Let it go. Now, Say it. <laughs> now uh, <laughs> the male subject in the song that you were talking about, it seemed like it was uh, kind of focusing around like Brooklyn and things like that. And there was a male subject with it, like a generalization of men, people that you came across because it seemed like that at a point, but it seemed further on in the song, you got my, kind of specific about somebody and kind of at the end, it was like a release, right? So, um, was who was that male subject? Was it general, specific? Who? What would that mean to you? Well, no, it was <laughs> quite specific, to be honest. And I did okay. generalize it because there's a there's some people I talk about in my music that respectfully and loyally I won't mention their names um, because of the shit they still do to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, dating a dude, dealing with a dude who was in the army and, you know, when he came back to home, he would rob banks, you know? So I just don't say a lot, you know, a lot of shit. He he probably got a kind spirit. I don't, I don't touch nothing, but the money comes in. Okay. So. (laughs) I mean, hey, 
I mean, it is what it is. Like, as long as, you know what I mean? Like, tumultuous so, times in life, you know what so I mean? But really and truly, it was, it was just that. Like, he, um, yeah, the song... I'm a good bad bitch, never snitch. There's a difference, don't get your facts, which that's because I've said that because this girl way back when tried to say that it was Dej that 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 snitched and whatever, but Dej never had the chance because they never knew where Dej was. Uh-uh. He said it not was a day, never Dej. And he never don't, believed don't that shit. Away. He never believed it. But niggas in the hood, in certain hood, they believe the shit that Dej may have said something. Who else said something? It wasn't Dej. So, but, I mean, that, that lifestyle, everybody up on their guard and everything else like that. Sometimes that's why it's good that's to have why I was, I was lucky music as a catharsis. I got a right? clean, I was the bottom, I was the bottom bitch to three niggas and I was got a clean break from all three. I could have been dead or a motherfucking jail. Let me tell you something. I mean, life is hard. I'm glad to see that you ain't. You over here married, doing good, got your music popping. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm just going to speak my truth. Really, that's okay. But I'm going to speak my truth. <laughs> but you weren't even doing music back in the day. You were doing more. You were doing more dancing, right? So like, I am getting I back. That into, you were actually I'm getting back into it. Like with the pop that video, me. I got a little choreography going on. You know, we got, we got some things going I on. But wait, wait, wait. After this too. We're not gonna talk about that. On, not here. So um, that's why I said after this, lips unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, but uh. I'm a good bad bitch, never snitched. There's a difference, don't get your facts switched. Voodoo religion tried, almost ended living. Had to do, had to look deep in his eyes, all that cloudy living. Was barely living, but love what nigga dick was given. Couldn't <laughs> shake the feeling. And in bed style, we was living. Oh, I heard I heard it all. I listened to it very, very deeply. Brooklyn Tales, but Brooklyn Tales. Through. Listen, Brooklyn Tales, my honey sales and selling rails. Stop playing. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody playing, honey. But I decided that I wasn't going to develop any questions based off of how that pussy does anything or how you did that. Because, again, you're my baby sister, so we're going to skip those lines. But I mean, let's just be honest. We're adults, and it's it's art that we're dissecting. No, right. It's it, true. So, like, in at the time, though, like I said, you were, like, you was dancing a lot, and... And uh, now, now, mind you, uh, on this podcast where I say dancing, not dancing like like that. She wasn't no stripper how over here, but uh, she was doing um, more voguing and things like that. Like, right, like out in New York and stuff like that. Crazy dance moves, by the way. Still impressed to this day. But um, was that like more your catharsis at the time, though? Was that like something that you found like a lot of relief in doing? Because um, now it's like more the music. You're not dancing right today. You do Let a lot me of music. So that your let me say this about the ballroom scene. Say it. I'm going to say this because I don't talk about it. And a lot, I know a lot of people. Shout out my aunt Dominique. I was just talking to the other day. Pose, FX. Um, shout out my my birthday twin, my brother. Shit, back in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun Evans, uh, Landvin. Shout out to Landvin, House of Landvin. I'm a 007. Lambin, I don't know you, but hey. <laughs> Shout out to House of Landvin. Shout out all y'all. Um, everybody on Pose, everybody on uh, Legendary, shout out, shout out, uh, Laomi, shout out everybody. Um, Laomi's crazy, I see her on back in, the Bron- back in the South Bronx, like, you know what I'm saying, 149th and 3rd, when we used to kick it, Dominique, Arbert Evisu, the founder, who was my mentor, my father, after he passed away, I felt like there was really no reason for me to be in that ballroom scene anyway, so I just don't. Shout out the Toronto Kiki Ball scene. Shout out the Toronto 
Bossing, Twisted, Cash, Lega. Shout out all the girls. Shout out TKO, motherfucking old Black Cat. Shout out all the girls. No, for real, because um, it's just well, that was a really never, that was, was a really just, uh, my thing was this. Life. It was just never. It was just never the like the scene. It wasn't, it was just never really my thing. I just really like to get my money and go home. Like that was just me, you know what I'm saying? Right, but it was a good, it was a community though, right? For you at the time. Very I much think, so. Right? And now it's, it's so much different. Like, and it's funny and we, because we people all, are like- We all people, develop and move on, right? Right. People always say to me, you know, it's crazy. You know, so many people that do so much. You know, I've done my own, like, when I got the part on NBC, Saving Hope, season one, episode 10, it was a little extra part. Oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. Right, yeah, when I was on, on NBC, NBC, I did that on my own. <laughs> I did NBC on my own. No agent, yeah. no on my own. And then I was going to get, an, I had an extra part in RoboCop because of that, because the producer from that show knew that producer and recommended me. So I had an extra part in RoboCop, mm-hmm. but then I dealt with Crazy White Boy who, who fucked everything up for me, so I couldn't do the extra. His name, his name was Crazy White. <laughs> right, we're not gonna we're not gonna say his name because he ain't shit. Fuck all of that. You see this? You see this? This shit is expensive. Said- this shit cost more than his mama rent twenty years ago. Cause stop playing. Twenty years. Oh, <laughs> stop playing. But nah. Hell. Okay, so back to Voodoo Child. But yeah, um, Voodoo Religion tried, almost ended living. Had to look deep in his eyes, all that cloudy vision. Was barely living, but loved when nigga dick was given. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. So it was a specific person, is what you're saying, basically. At, at that point, like, okay, so <laughs> it could. It was about a specific top. It was about a specific act, like something happening. But that's happening right. with more than one person. Let's just say that, unfortunately. So, right. <laughs> so you know, I could have I mean, shaked hey, the, right? shake the feeling, and in bed style, we was living. Brooklyn, like I said, Brooklyn tails, my honey sales and selling rails, selling, you know, that white, that so white. How dude. was Brooklyn? What how was Brooklyn living? I mean, how was Brooklyn living? Back then, compared to now, Brooklyn. Well, that's the experience that you have of it, right? Is when you was, my that's what you're writing about, right? It was about that time in your life. My, so. To be honest, my experience was pretty good because I, even though I was around, like, I was never around no violent dudes, like, towards me. I never had to do, de- not over there, not in New York, not in any country that I've ever been except Canada. <laughs> living, living in New York. Where they've been violent towards you, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Right. I've never had that until I moved to Canada. Right. Never in my life. So... I'm not that oh rah rah I'm not that oh rah rah nigga fuck you I'm gonna fuck you up nigga you gonna fuck you nigga we gonna fight I'm not you're not finna nah all of this stop playing you said you a married woman now that's crazy you know what I'm saying I'm not even the bitch to be like oh fuck you hit me nigga I'm gonna hit you nigga I'm not that bitch you know what I'm saying like it's crazy it's crazy that niggas be like that but anyway so yeah, like Brooklyn, Brooklyn, honestly, my experience living in Brooklyn was lit. Like I I loved it. Like even before I moved out there with, I mean, I lived out there with a nigga. I was young and whatever. And he took care of me and whatever. But right. Brooklyn was lit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out East New York. Shout out Pink Houses. Shout out motherfucking <laughs> Utica and Farragut. Shout out motherfucking Errol. I live for it. I love Errol. it. I love it. Errol. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know if he's talking French, if he's from Bucket. <laughs> 
sweetie Puerto Rican. Anyway. It's so funny. Okay, look. Did let me see see what how I was, I was trying to ask this question. Did introspection and self-comfort help you mentally overcome negativity met, met, met on the streets? What I mean is like you went through a lot of shit back in the day, right? So did by you dancing or doing music and finding that introspective looking inside of yourself help to like m- help you overcome mentally all that negativity, like just getting it out through songs like even Voodoo Child talking about those experiences in Brooklyn with those motherfuckers that you met and those kind of experience. Did that kind of help you like a little I, bit or release? Honestly, art is expression, whether I, I I love all forms of art because I know it's expression. So that's why I always ask people and I appreciate you asking me that if it's helped me. Yes, it's therapeutic. It's very therapeutic for me to be able to speak my truth because growing up, people literally did not listen to me. I grew up alone a lot and I just grew up not heard. So I always looked at the TV and copied what I saw, copied what I heard. That was just how I grew up. I, well, that's gonna be your your nurture now. Right? But now, all I ever wanted to do was music videos and and express myself. And then I realized, damn, the best way to do that is to express yourself. I can only tell my. I'm the only person that could tell my stories. I'm the only person that can do anything like that. So I keep, you know what I'm saying. And nobody knows me well enough to tell my stories. So when you people hear my music, no, ain't nobody gonna tell your damn stories but you. Don't be shit unless you wrote a book. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And then they because, can read it and tell it. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because people be like, damn, what are you rapping about? I'm like, life, bitch. What you mean? <laughs> you said, damn. Damn, what is that? What, are you, what happened, Dash? Where you been? I'm <laughs> rock hole. You know? Like, they, you know well, <laughs> people move in and out of everybody's life. So, I mean, people come in your life and they're like, okay. Uh. Nah, but, but for that's real, like... Sometimes you know I have some. Well, you have like daddy's issues, right? Like that whole al- that whole album. You know, I mean, I seen like a lot of it. We were picking apart a lot of you using a lot of like uh, experiences that helped you develop into who you are today, right? Oh, and you you like you taking so, in that album, that daddy issues album. Well, I decided we don't need to talk about that because we family, and it's a lot of things. It's gonna be a classic on. one day. Daddy issues, fifteen <laughs> songs, gonna be a classic one day. Said, hey, man, right? You got to put that energy, like, fuck it out there in that world. I'm so telling like, you, that, that was manifest. me. I didn't go a lot. I came up with daddy issues. It made the most sense. Like, and I just let it all out. Every song, and I know you heard your name in there a couple times. Every song, <laughs> everything that, it was me expressing my truth. That was just that. And I just let it go. And that's what she said. Like, it got, so it got more, it has more views and more listens than, a lot of even your newer shit is what you were telling me the other it day really because it's probably the more real shit. Actually, I wanted to ask you another question about your music, which was that a lot of um, a lot of your music does touch on the past. And it seems like a lot of your music, you are using it as a catharsis. A lot of people what? Kind of uh, no, I said it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of touches on the past. A lot of your music, right? Like even like even this song that we're talking about right now, Voodoo Child and shit, Daddy Issues was clearly about, you know, some issues that, you know, growing up, letting that shit out, like get catharsis and healing and growing. And I've heard a couple of your new songs where you are talking about more present issues, but is that something that you are uh, wanting to do 
in the future or in the presently is talking about more of the present issues or do you feel like there's a lot of the path that you still have to uh talk about or what what's how how do you feel about like that kind of shit you know what i'm saying i could take I could take the same experiences from daddy issues or my past, reiterate them and make a whole nother album and give it to you and give it to you. But what do you want to do though? What's, what's important? What what, what I want to do, I want to do, I want to do whatever feels good. I go with whatever I hear, what I go off beats. I'm the type, like I write things down when they come to my head. Like, Ooh, that's a good way to say I got to hear a melody too. I got to hear the melody. I have to hear a beat. I can make the melody. I have to hear the beat. I have to hear what I'm going to be. I want, I have to hear it first. And then I'm like, like, repl- like voodoo child. That's the first thing. I'm a voodoo child. Won't ever stop smoking. No, on this so, like, I can relate because sometimes you hear that and you get, you get that one word, right? Like I know when I write my songs, like I get that one word. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, so like, let's talk about the past and the present issues. It's like, yeah, that's how I write music too, though, is I hear, I hear like, well, like I do a different song music, I do soul music. So I talk about the melody. I don't have like beats generally. I mean, sure, yeah. The melody, the beat, the the music, the instrumental is what I'm talking about. I hear it. I, I, I can't just sit there and write lyrics. I'll write poetry or something. But like, yeah, you get that one word like voodoo child and then you go off of that and then it brings up all of these issues. And so a lot of it, so even if you're not planning on what you're going to write, do you feel like there's a lot of, those past issues that you still have to let go of in your music or is it do you feel like like obviously songs that are more superficial like probably pussy is just a party fucking anthem you know what i mean it's like hey you know what i mean like <laughs> i feel like i could definitely are- i feel like i could definitely like let's take my features for example i can write things that are not about the past take it in <laughs> but my music like even like i have a lot of you know solo music it's not about the past but it's healing for me to throw something in there if it makes sense, if it rhymes. Well, or that's true, that's true. Yeah. Not necessarily all the time, though. If it makes sense, it doesn't mean it should go there. Like, it doesn't mean that I have to say that, right? You know, there's a right. lot of stuff that I've said, like, there's tracks, like, remarkably edible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's just going to be about something completely a little bit different, right? <laughs> You're like, let's talk about that. Let's get a little deep here. But yeah. So in the song, you have this line, something, something almost ended living. So how? Voodoo religion tried, almost ended living, had to look deep in his eyes, all the cloudy vision. And how does that, in the second part of that question, we'll talk, how does it play into who you are today? If at one point in, in, at the time when you talk about all of the uh, themes in Voodoo Child that uh, one of the themes is almost ended living. Obviously you've overcome that, that's years and years ago, but how does that play into who you are today? But what happened, like, if you want to talk about that, like how did you almost end it living? What's, what's I was young and I was vulnerable and I allowed um, a man to, I allowed myself to become dependent. And then, you know, I learned what men were really like, (laughs) right? So I learned and I learned fast. So I was down, I was down, you know, I was down at one point. So, (laughs) you know, uh, I mean, 
I overcame it. And, you know, sometimes some of us still mentally struggle with those things. And sometimes, you know, you know, it is what it is, but hopefully you find help if you need help and, you know, talk to somebody if you need to talk to somebody or go somewhere if you need to go somewhere, but don't stay alone if you have those thoughts, of course, but I don't, you know, and, you know, overcoming is, you know, venting and that's, and that's why Voodoo Child was on Maverick because I'm a Maverick. I'm a motherfucking is another, maverick. Is that another still another still moment? And how did that play into who you are today though? Since you have overcome those things and everything else like that. It allows me to not give a fuck. Sorry. It allows me to not give a fuck really. <laughs> Sorry. It allows me to not really to give a fuck less. It allows me to just say, you know but what? With wisdom too. Right. And I mean, the fact that I actually have people rooting for me gives me more hope because like just growing up, it lets me know, like growing, growing more into my, you know, into where I stand as a musician, as an artist, as, you know, trying new things. And, you know, there's more people giving me more to live for. Let's say that because I never really had that. I never really had that. Even people always say, "Oh, well, you you know you grew up at home," but I was still alone. <laughs> I was alone all the time. <laughs> hey, and, and where was I? You were talking about the never, I was out the house all the time. <laughs> and the attention and the attention that I sought, I never got. But I got attention that I never needed nor wanted. So it was just now. It's like, wow. Okay. I have something. People are talking. People are liking. People are this. But now people are talking shit. People are talking good. People are whatever. Fuck it. Shit talkers can kick kick fucking rocks. You because now you've grown. You know who you are. You know what I mean. You you know how to build the the community around yourself that's able to nurture you and help you grow. Like you know, hopefully every I built community. I've I've built my own community in Jamaica. Shout out Kingston Barbican Standpipe Grand Spin. Portmore, Portmore, Saint Anne, Saint Catherine. Shout out Anova. Shout out Anova. Boom, boom. Well, since you shout now, you better shout out some people from Bogota. I'm, I'm. Let me get there. Let me shout out Aldo. Let me no from Bogota. Let me shout out La Ruca. La Ruca. She was in my chips and dip video. She's a big artist out there. Shout out. And y'all, she let me use her crib too. Shout out La Ruka. She don't speak a lick of English. La Ruka. La Ruka. Oh, hello. And then who else? Shout out Aldo, mi hermano, and Fabiano. Todos hermanos. Sí, mi hermano. Sí. Shout out Vivienne. Everybody. Shout out, you know, mi Clarabelle, mi Laura, Sergio. Everybody. Oh, I love you all. I love Colombia. You know what? That's the Jefferson. thing about it. Is like- Shout out at Yeo, 750. <laughs> Yeah, yo, Jefferson, stop playing. Mi hermano. I, I mean, you had so many things. Extraña like, Bogota. Say to Extraña Bogota. Okay. Through New York, Brooklyn, Colombia, the ballroom scene. Ghana. Chopin, Ghana. Everything. 
Shout out Ghana. Shout out Theo. Ghana, everything. Shout out DK. You know I mean? so shout out Vision Boy. Shout out Vision Boy, DK, Theo. Like, Everybody, Ghana. Stop playing. <laughs> Your sister do, does this. I got videos but, in Colombia, Ghana, Antigua. Shout out Antigua. I did a video in Antigua. Shout out Antigua. Stop playing. Antigua, I'll shout it out for you. I ain't never been there. Stop playing. But Antigua. I like how it sounds. Shout out Antigua and Barbuda. <laughs> Thank you. Shout but out. It was, you know what? Like, just like a little off topic, but you had so much of the world help you grow. You know what I mean? I haven't got out like I spoke very focused on my education and things like that. But it wasn't in the house where I grew either. You know what I mean? It was like almost out there finding things, finding the things that meant a lot to me. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like you travel the world, you find those things that help you grow. Because you, you know, I mean, we came from the same place. It wasn't in the house where it helped us grow a lot. But now, as adult people, again, back to what we were talking about, to help now we can have those that community. I keep my circle tight, like you do too. You know you what I mean? Create your own community. You create your own community, your own family, your own people who you love. I, a lot of a lot of uh, acquaintances, which I was talking with my friend earlier about, like everybody, we could be really good acquaintances, really good friends. Like I love you, but you're not my you're not my friend. You're a really good acquaintance. You're a very tight acquaintance. But a friend, you ain't going to you when when something happens. I'm not going to cry to you or you know what I mean. And so like. Again, back to the music, like that's really good where the catharsis, you know what I mean, where you can let that shit out, where you can let these old things out and talk about that, um, you know, and reflect on them, especially like going in the future, you look back and then you're like, damn, I went through that. And I was able to let it out and listen, because sometimes you you record that music and you hear yourself, sometimes your voice cracks, you hear a little quiver in your voice because I I can record the same songs today as I did five years ago, but I'm not going, it might not be the same because when I listen back, I'm like, damn, I was going through that. I was feeling that. I was, you know, and when I listen to this song, that's what I heard in you. You know what I mean? It was you was going through obviously a lot of your songs. You really deep. I do a little bit of soul music. You do a very gutter ass. <laughs> I do soul music. Stop playing. You like need you. What else? Need you infatuated. I did in Colombia. Shout out Colombia. Shout out DJ yeah, Goga. You do soul food things, things, you know. <laughs> but um, infatuated is sweet okay. space between us is sweet calling is sweet yeah like I do some soft sultry songs <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you did I'm just saying you just be a little bit more raw where I use a little bit more of uh, themes and more um, metaphors and things like that where you just gonna tell me your lips are locked in every motherfucking song, bitch. First of all, because I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus Christ, everything that is good in the world, they go. <laughs> but the thing is, but what I'm saying is relatable. <laughs> no, it is definitely 100%. It's crazy, right? I'm so, I'm amazing because it's. You know what? When you first started writing music, it was really uh, good to see the growth that you had in your lyricism. A lot of it, you know what I mean? It, with all of us, we, we start um, and we're just trying to get a thought out we're trying to get these ideas out you know what i mean we sound like we're trying to say something but then eventually yeah, we're like oh this sounds really good 
then how you became more fluent in your um, in your diction, in your um, in the dynamic of your vocal, you know, what I mean, of your lyricism and shit like that. So it's not. Oh, as, thank you, thank you. you know what I mean, I appreciate that you've noticed the growth and the evolution, and it's I gonna do it. nothing but get better from here. And that mouth of motor mouth video, though, like, oh, Lord Jesus. What you want to say about the motor mouth video? It's I showed it to all the people. But it's classy. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. <laughs> Cut it out. Okay, look, we talked about Jamaica for a second. Who is this big black Darth Vader breathing down your neck and all that? Who the who? The, what was going Wait on a there? Minute. How did it go? Something, um, something like breathing down my neck, like Darth Vader, big black something in Japan. Nigga, like Darth Vader, he was real big, black and strong. <laughs> Shout out Raiders, Oakland. He got the light in my tomb, Raiden. That's that's what it is. Yeah, in I wrote down my question. Not the lyrics. he was in my tomb, Raiden, sitting in the feds. I know you missed the flavor. Stop playing. Ooh, so stop playing. <laughs> stop so what was that all about? Talk about that line. What? So you had a you like you had a lot of fun in Jamaica then. Yeah, every time I mean I've been to Jamaica. <laughs> I was I've been to Jamaica eight times by the time it was 2018. Um from 2007, 16 to like 18. I've been to Jamaica like eight times. That's dope. I know, man. Was... Shout out, shout out, uh, White Line. Shout out, Akeem Garrison. He's a big artist out there in Kingston. Shout out, Kingston. Barbican, Old Hope, Constant Springs, Kingston. Constance. Stand up, Barbican. Stand up. Ghana. Honestly, Ghana, we're going back this year. I'm so happy. I'm about to come. You know, I'm getting that. I'm about to come with you. You better, you better let me know the departure date. <laughs> I'm going for my birthday. Idea. I'm legitimately going for my birthday. I heard one line though, in a song. Mm -hmm. I heard many lines in the song, but I hear one line that you said you didn't want to talk about in the future, but and don't you don't gotta talk about it. It says that time you killed said you never speak on it. So I'm wondering. Obviously, we talked about it a little bit already. In in um in our conversation, but uh, you dealt with whatever you was young, you was hanging out with whatever, whatever. But why deal with them? Why why deal with those type of dudes? For, like for the like, just you were having fun. You was young. You was naive. You was for the thrill of it. It wasn't because of what what it was. It like money was fast and they were nice. I don't know. Um, like <laughs> <laughs> you saw that and they was nice. <laughs> What do you want me to say? Money was fast and they was nice. You know what I'm saying? And fly. I mean, okay, yeah, right. so it's like the, and you know, I'm, I'm bad. And you know, I've always been bad. I've just gotten, I've just gotten better as I gotten older. You know what I'm saying? I've been bad, been bad. So niggas always want to splurge on me. You know what I'm saying? So I've always known niggas that did what they do. You know, catch a body here and there. God forbid that has nothing to do with me. I don't want to know about it. Don't want to see it. I just want to know that honestly, one thing I always made sure of is if any, like, I wasn't just dating somebody who would co kill somebody. Like, people have, like, you have to find, like, people have, people do have morals. Like, people have 
That's certain ways of life. Right. People have certain ways of life. People have to live certain ways of life, but they do, they don't just, you could take something from somebody and not have to hurt them. And there's some people that would choose to hurt. There's, there's levels to shit. <laughs> Case in point. So that, you know, I said, I, you know. So it was exciting that fast life. You was young. It was. Period, you know. It was, but now I like. But you know what? I'm glad that you became I like, more, more independent. I like driving my car knowing I might, I'm not going to pull up and get shot at. I like, I like, I'm for real. I'm serious. It was like that for, it was like that for a minute. It was like that for a minute because of who I was dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, and. I feel you. Like, I had no, a little bit of dealings myself back in the day. And it is nice to grow up and just have some things that are a little bit more secure and uh, you ain't have to, you don't gotta be looking over your shoulder. Just before time, I right? met my and, husband, just before I met my husband, I was dealing with this dude. Come to find out, I have I was dealing with him for like two months. Come to find out, he has six kids and he hit a gun in my house. And I told him, I said, look, I said I'm not. I said, look, I said I'm not for this. I said that's not. I said I'm past all of that. And he was like, oh, I I'll be leaving now. now. I said, no, we can this. I said, it's okay. We could just leave each other alone amicably. You don't have to talk to me. It's okay. I won't talk to you either. We said, friends. Here's your key. Goodbye. We friends. We're gonna, we gonna be friends now. No, we're friends, but he's crazy. You know what I'm <laughs> but, but, he's super crazy. He seemed like he got a lot to he got a lot to deal with anyway. So yeah. it's better for him to have that free time. On his I told him, I said, just be honest with me. I said, you know what I'm saying? I'm single. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? You can come over. I go, oh, you know, he's told me, you know, he lived with his, you By know. the way, I got six kids. Hello? I said, oh, oh okay. Not one, oh. two, not three, not four, not even five, but whole six. I've been step, look, I've been stepmama to an old ugly watermelon head baby before. And nah, never again. Crazy <laughs> as hell. Oh, now you don't need these Now you, you grown ass married woman, getting through all this drama and shit, moving on, growing up. You gone. You should just be mama, <laughs> if anything. You know what I mean? Right? You know what I mean? Fuck all that extra shit. Fuck all that extra so, shit. I'm listening. <laughs> so that's like the majority of the song. Now, like I was listening, like to that outro. The outro was very, very different from the whole song. So what I wrote in my little notes here, I put the out, outro, he's talking about themes like smile, like about the present, the future, popping, having a positive mindset, having hits on your shelf and music being your therapy and everything that I, I was kind of talking to you about is music being your therapy and everything else like that. It was kind of you seeing your future self, I guess, and things like that from what I heard. So like- Only bitch I'm ever trying to, like, to get hear. to know was myself. Exactly. That's what you said. And at the time, you remember, you see, you hear what I was like, hair real wild, Napoli ever after, start our new chapter. I was literally watching the movie, Napoli ever after. Napoli ever after. You cut it out. I said, I have to solidify this. Sometimes you got to take inspiration from real life, child. (laughs) I said, I have to, I have to put this in here because I love this movie. That's crazy. And it's weird how it just fit in there, strangely. It just. You're like, that works. <laughs> Shout out and to then I'm like creator. voodoo yeah. potions put you in motion I'll make a doll and watch you withdraw make you fall into a black hole I got no control I'm too powerful better than magical oh. 
<laughs> this so, melanin is magical. It's but that's what you learn after all of it because when you're in it, it's like you're probably not thinking to you like, what the f-? some of the situations you like, what, what the fuck am I getting myself into? I got in here real quick. It was fun. Da, 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 da. But afterwards, you're like, wait, because you you were attract you um attractive person yeah. like I have this money and all this other stuff now you're able to sit back and take these uh, experiences into account for your personal growth and exactly really sit back and, and understand how it makes you understand yourself more and at the end of the day just love yourself more because all uh, you talk about the voodoo child and all that black magic <laughs> and being a child but do you understand shit, what right? the black magic is though but do you understand what the black magic is I feel like you're gonna tell me though. You already know what it is. Bye. <laughs> she said, you already know. <laughs> That's oh, my goodness. No, I'm serious because it's like voodoo potion. I'll make a doll and watch you withdraw. Like I said in the beginning, okay. Voodoo religion tried. I'm going to living. Blah, blah, blah. I felt like, like, okay, so my interpretation of what I would like, how I, how I see it is me emotionally making him into who I was because now he's doing the things that I did and I've passed that. I've surprised. Do you understand? Well, yeah, I think we all like relationship wise, you know what I mean? I was actually talking to my friend about that earlier. Sometimes like you put on, you put into things, uh, some like into relationships sometimes, things that uh, you might have gotten from a lot of other people. You become a hurt person. You became, or like not you in particular, but I mean in general, people. You know what I mean? People become these hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. You know what I mean? And it's like, you don't mean to hurt people because at one day, everybody's somebody's baby. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's like we were all this person before and we go through life and we grow up and then we become adults just out there in the world on our own. And even like, I'm, you know, me, I moved out at 15. You were gone early too. And we learned these lessons early and young and quick as hell and that microphone big as shit. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? And it's uh, just um, a point of like realizing that I'm a product of the things that I experienced doesn't mean that I need to can make another person who I was, maybe there should be, and what people get scared, you know what I mean, of, of uh, being sometimes nice, you know what I mean, or accepting somebody who's nice, or accepting a situation that is pleasant and real. And that's but, the uh, thing, we've been around, like, we've been around so many people growing up, so many different things that we shouldn't have, that we literally wanted to see what it was like. <laughs> like you really wanted like, to what, sorry, what? See what it was like see what the fuck shit was like. That's what we wanted to do. That's what we did. We wanted to know what the well, fuck shit was like. So we think we, we went out and got to see what the fuck shit was like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't, and I hope that you would say the same thing. You wouldn't change a lot of those experiences for the world because like, I wouldn't be who the fuck I am today. You wouldn't be the bitch you is today if you didn't go through the shit you would had in the past. You know what I mean? Like, I'm strong, you strong. You know what I mean? Like, that's it that's it we have to be um and that's the thing about a lot of of, about black people we don't do what we want to do but we do what we motherfucking have to do and that's the problem and that's the black woman's motto oh my god i could work three jobs take care of my husband and myself and then it's just 
it's crazy. It's crazy. We don't do what we want to do all the time, but we do what the fuck we have to do. And unfortunately, for some reason, it just. But I mean, you know what? These thirties is gonna be some good years, though. Look, you know what I mean. My thirties been amazing. <laughs> I don't tell many people that I'm in my 30s unless they ask. I don't lie about it. But these young boys say I'm like, they be like, oh, it's you 27? I'd be like, yes. Yeah. I'd be like, yes. 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 Shout out Varn Curtis. Hot boxing coming soon. (laughs) Blunts, bongs, and bottles. His his mixtape is out now. His album is out now. And we're actually doing a, I'm doing a, I'm, I'm featured on the song and we're doing a video. It's, you know, it's going to be a little cool, cool, cool call hot boxing. Go listen to the song. I'm on the, okay. you know what I'm saying? So you're going to like it. All right. Well, I can't You're going to like it. You're going to like it for real. So, those are the only questions you have about Voodoo Child, because then we can have a little. That was it. We went. We, we done picked it apart. Went to that was the conclusion right there. I, that was like you know what I mean. It's good that it all went through all Not that. Not necessarily the, the conclusion. I just wanted but to. But I mean, of, any more questions? I mean, of the song. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, for sure. But okay, so do you, Mister? What is it? Take care. Available everywhere by Tony Coates. Can you um <laughs> follow me on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, all the things, Instagram? I have an Instagram. Talk I like the song, <laughs> but you should have let me choose the model. <laughs> That's all. Not me, obviously. Nicole, I'm just saying. She's a burlesque dancer. That's I. I... <laughs> I'm done with you. The I don't end. have anything to really clap. How did you like my my other video, uh, the the cover of the Daniel Caesar's best part? I'm actually tired of you doing covers. I really like your voice. I'm actually tired of you doing covers, and I wish you would take your. Spare How did time. you like the video? I wish you would take your spare time and not drink beer and vocally practice so that you can do more of your own songs instead of covers. Okay, first because of all, girl, you sit over here drinking wine and smoking a blunt. Your voice is better. I like the way that you did the cover better, but I'm going to say it candidly. You liked what? Sorry. I like the way that you did the cover better than the song. I don't listen to oh, Daniel Caesar because I don't like him as a person. But I like you, you as a person. You actually inspired me to do that video, though. Oh, okay, that's good. I appreciate it. But I like you as a person, so I like the song that you did. But I just don't like that it's his song. Did you get it? I have more shit to come. Waiting. Original. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Anyways, bitch. Um, do you have well, anything? Do you have any like anything coming this year? Anything at all? Plug it in, plug it in. I got, I got a few demos that I'm working on. I'm trying to release them. Follow me on my Spotify and shit like that, and you'll see the, you'll see what needs to be that, what's drop and drop on there. Plug it in, plug it in. Tell them, tell them what it is. Listen. 
That's what it is. You got to wait yeah. and see, motherfucker. Go. You yeah. go to Tony Coates on Spotify. You hit follow. Ew. 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 Girl, you, <laughs> you dumb over there. Nah, but for real though, I got a lot of shit. Like, even my old shit, like a lot of things I wasn't in the studio recording. I was more of an artist that was focused on um, band, uh, like live shows. I'm a, I'm a performer, you know what I mean? I'm not like, videos is a new thing for me. Like, I like being on the stage. I like being in front of a, like a sweaty crowd in a small dark room. You know what I mean? I like lights. I like a band, a drums behind me, things like that. That is my life. I tried, I tried the thing where I'm at bars playing gigs playing gigs I don't like singing other people's songs that other people want me to sing not even the other people's songs that I like in generally just to get paid a few dollars after a four-hour gig at a shitty bar that I ever wanted to be at in the first place you know what I mean but so you have been goal, performing around Windsor for a like, very long time you've been performing around Windsor yeah, for been over 10 years now so like the thing is is now now I'm more focused on investing in myself which again I think that you helped me uh, inspired me to do a little bit um you know what I mean saying like you get get out there with your music and I'm like a lot of it again i'm more used to being on the stage so i see a lot of the reaction come from my local fans right and i see a lot of the 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 the, uh support come from people who are right here in my face but now i'm trying to take it to a a point where i like i can go on a more global base you know what i mean on on a thing where i'm gonna well your sister got uh, you your sister got you more time to record record my music and uh do it in a way that's uh, that benefits me and helps me grow my my art because I'm I'm like I was looking through a lot of uh, a lot of songs even today that I had from back in the day that I, I you know what I forgot how to play them on guitar a lot of the times because I'd be focused so much on the live performance in a specific set so now I'm going back into reviewing um, songs that a lot of people really liked back in the day and getting them recorded to a quality that I can have on my Spotify and then in the future you know what I mean do videos for them but it's just you know what I mean again it's just like a you know, one, you one would, step at a time kind of thing, but uh, that's would, my goal, that's my focus money. now, right? People in Colombia, you would, you would really, you would like, you would just have to get out there. You have to, you have to get them stamps. You know what I'm saying? You, but the thing is, you, you, <laughs> hopefully, you become. Hopefully, you're able to with the healthcare work that you do, especially during these times. If you're able to travel with work you can incorporate doing your music at nighttime locally etc that's what i did exactly because because when i was teaching english my thing i'm trying to be a travel nurse travel nursing so that i can use i could use my my heart and my mind together travel like wherever i need to travel to and still do you know use the left and the right side of my brain essentially you know what i mean i was able to exactly and still practice my science right exactly and i was able to utilize so that's, that's my goal right there exactly i was able to utilize the fact that i was you know living in colombia not once but twice two separate years and for two months at a time you know to do music and in and get to know the whole country not just bogota but i lived in swacha you know uh, got to see Buenaventura, you know, the whole Pacifico coast, you know, where the, the melanated Colombians are, where the more melanated, it's where the more, it's where the melanated Colombians are in the Pacific coast, Buenaventura, Cali, where, you know, when I go there, Cali, where that, 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 um, what's his name? Escobar or whatever. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, but, 
It ain't even like that. It's crazy because, you know, Colombia is a beautiful, very calm, collected country. And and it's not the way that people see on TV. That is for sure. It's so beautiful. Sibate, Mirro de la Calera, Melgar Tolima, La Montaña, La Rio. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I'm just saying the towns, the part oh, okay. of like, Mirador, like, um, Mirador like, um, de la Calera is in Chips and Dips. Since you said you like Chips and Dips so much, the song, yeah, you know, uh, shout out, no promo, uh, 6K on YouTube, <laughs> no promo, shout out, <laughs> um, none, darling, um, shout out, Darley Studios in Colombia. He don't speak a lick of English, but he's dope. He did the whole video in four different cities. That that video is made in four different cities. It's made around Colombia. Yeah, we hopped on a motorcycle two different days and went on a road trip. You know, I'm, and I'm just hoping now that I'm like a little bit more settled, now that I'm finished with the school thing, now that I'm done getting my American things, and then I can, I can go over and I can travel a little bit and I can spread my music around a little two bit and I can find different Colombia? artists to work with is not enough. You know. When I tell you, anytime you go two months is not enough. Let me tell you this story. I never really told anyone this story. Nathan knows and Kimar knows. So when we were video, so when we were doing the chips and dip video, the second day, we went, we were on a motorcycle going through the mountains in Colombia, going from Cibate to Mero, to, to Melgar, Tolima. It's like, it's a town and chips and dip when I'm like this and there's like mountains behind me. That's when I was in Melgar, Tolima mountain towns literally the homes are perched on mountains they're so pretty so that's crazy right so <laughs> so they're so it's so pretty and it's just we're just riding through the mountains on a motorcycle you know la moto you know just gone you know i had short <laughs> i had daisy dukes on and a motherfucking tank top you know i'm thick as fuck on the <laughs> on a motherfucking on a motorcycle with this colombian nigga who little as hell you know what i'm saying he was living and loving it so we get pulled over I had weed in my heels, but my heels were in my backpack. Bitch, all I could think was locked up abroad, hole. No, because they would have took your ass down. You didn't. They he, when he went in my bag, they don't got so, beds. You'd have so, been in the dirt. You know, you know, like, the policia muy corrupto. Policia muy corrupto. See. Yeah, you just give them a little bit. They're so corrupt. So listen, so this is what happened. So so I remember he was like, let's just look in her bag. But he was saying that he couldn't speak no fucking English. So whatever. So I'm speaking in Spanish, this nigga. So he takes my bag. Here you go. So, <laughs> so here. So here. And he goes in my bag. All I'm, And then I didn't think of it until he had my bag. And I was like, oh my God, he has my bag and there's weed in it. It was in my heel though. Something told me when I left my house in Swatcha the day before, put my weed in the heel. And I never even smoked overnight. It was crazy. Something said, don't smoke. Wait till you get to the river, you know, to the river in uh, Melgatolima, whatever. Man, right. so he didn't see it, gave me my bag back. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I would have to fuck them on the side of the road. I'm sorry, big brother. But that's what was going to happen. So then. <laughs> I would have had to get out of this subway. 
I would have had to give up the pum ski on the side of the road. So, anyways, so let's. <laughs> so I'm so no for real. So then, we're when we left, my boy said, "Oh." They just wanted 50,000 pesos to let us go. I was like, why didn't you tell me that? I would have said something. He's like, and then did what? And then I was like, all right, let's just go. Whatever, you right. How you see? Yo, locked yeah, up abroad. Wild. That was my only run-in. That was my only run-in with some bullshit in any country I've ever went to, ever. Well, hopefully we'll be able to, we'll be able to start traveling together soon. Now that I'm a little bit more free. As long as you got your 10 year passport, as long as you got your 10 year passport. Oh yeah. And my husband and I, you know, we moving over we moving back to where I'm from. You know, I've been in Canada 10 years, 10 years is enough. A bitch is going back home. That's the vocal that I'm supposed to be practicing. Hello. Oh yeah. No, it's funny because people people don't know I sing. You know what I'm saying? People don't know I grew up fucking singing. They be like, oh, you know, the bitch. Oh, she can rap. You know what I'm saying? She body shit. You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) (laughs) right, that's what it be like. But it uh uh. But nah, I I can't I can't because when I get in the studio and I'm like, okay, oh Lord Jesus, when I get in the studio. And I want to sing. I can't. All I start rapping, and I get nervous and shit. But that's and like, hey. I can't do it. So, well, maybe I can. I can help you out a little bit. I need to do some vocal training or stop smoking blinds. But I don't think I'll ever stop smoking blinds. So I think you could you could do vocal training while smoking blinds. I smoke I smoke weed since I was fifteen years old, and. Uh, the thing is, in the morning, if I don't eat nothing and I'm driving and I got some nice air, I can sing the hell out of Summer Ike. I can hit them notes and ballads. I do look. hot shower, brush the tongue, gurgle some salt water. I'm not doing and do water. some vocal opening exercises and a couple jumping jacks. And you, I like I've done theater like that. I have come <laughs> from. Drinking and smoking all night and went up there and did West Side Story, please. I know, but see, <laughs> I got my solo in. <laughs> see, and and it's funny because you started before, way before me. I didn't do that. Start doing all this bullshit till I was in my twenties, because I dated thugs. Anyhow, <laughs> well, anyhow, again, different goals, right? It's different goals. I got more time on the stage. You got more time on the screen. You got more time in the booth. I got more time with the band. It's just different. Things, you know what I mean? And with my husband. Don't play. Ow. <laughs> so, it has been amazing. I love you. This is Lips Unlocked. This is episode five. <laughs> with, again, thank you for being a healthcare worker. My big brother, my older brother. The love, my love. The love of all. Tony Coates, you know. The, what am I, what can I? Ooh, ooh, what can I give? I need to give you a title. I'm gonna give you a nice cute, I'm gonna give you a cute hashtag. Ooh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be uh RB Soul, the king of RB Soul and Windsor. Hashtag. Lord Jesus. It's been lovely talking to you too, boo. I'm gonna put Windsor in Detroit in a hashtag. That's what I'm gonna have to do. 
This has been fun. We love you guys. Thank It'll be a hashtag at the beginning, a hashtag at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, guys. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, healthcare <laughs> worker.